Reading our Bibles regularly can be a challenge, but we're all on this journey together. We're praying that this podcast inspires you, helps you better understand God's Word, and builds your faith. This is Join the Journey with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with one of our Watermark High School students, Miss Hayden Chamness. Hi, Emma. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome, Hayden. I'm glad you're here. You are a freshman in high school. Yes. And tonight, our Watermark High School students are gathering at Shoreline, coming to Dallas for some great teaching, fellowship, fun. But that's tonight. Right now, you're here in the podcast studio, and we just met. You're 14 years old, about to tackle John 1. And I want to know, how did you come to know the Lord, and where are you you at now? I have been raised in a Christian household, and from a really young age, my parents have read the storybook Bible to me and prayed with me at meals and before I go to bed. And when I was um, seven or eight, after Sunday school, I talked to my dad in the car after learning about what you have to do to become a Christian, if I could do it, if I was ready. And he asked me what I believed, if I knew I was a sinner, and if I was ready to give my life to Christ. And I prayed with him in the car, and I became a Christian and was baptized. Um, That's awesome. Did you know I came to know the Lord when I was seven or eight as well in a conversation with my dad? (laughs) That's funny. It is funny. Where are you at today? Um, I moved churches and joined a Watermark small group in seventh grade in my first year of middle school. And I loved it. I loved all my leaders and I loved getting to know all the girls. Um, I'm working on making reading his word, God's word, a routine and praying to him in all circumstances. Um, yeah. I serve in starting blocks with in orange with really little kids. Yeah, you do. I bet yes. they love you. I bet you're like the coolest teacher in the room. <laughs> With those one-year-olds. Do you play sports at school? I play soccer at school and out of school. Oh, so a big soccer girl. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Well, I say we just dive into John 1. How's that sound? Okay, sounds good. Okay. John 1, you read this chapter, studied it. What observations did you make? What did you notice? Um, When I first looked at John 1, I was a little bit overwhelmed because it's a really (laughs) long passage. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But when it comes down to it, Really, the first part is just talking about who Jesus really is. Mm -hmm. And it really starts, John, by telling me that Jesus is the Word, and the Word is the truth. So everything I read in the Bible comes from God. Everything that Jesus says comes from God and is true. It also talks about how He is my Savior and my friend and how He came down to dwell with us, as it said is in John 1, 14, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. Um, I really like that verse. It's a good reminder for me in my everyday life who Jesus really is. It's awesome. So let's talk about that, your everyday life as a freshman in high school, playing soccer. What does it look like to for you to live differently because of what you read in John 1? What's the application here? Um, I think the main thing that I need to take away from this in my like everyday life is not only knowing what Jesus says that is true, but living by it and spreading it to those around me. Hmm. And like 
looking at everything that he says in the Bible. And then not only when I'm like praying and doing my quiet time, but when I get into those hard situations where I'm tempted to gossip, where I'm tempted to exclude a friend or call someone a name, that I really think back to Jesus's truth. Mm. And then also further in John 1, it talks about witnessing and John the Baptist and Jesus calling the disciples and how I need to not only tell people about God and Jesus in the gospel, but live like live like Jesus would want me to so that people can look at me and ask what's different, what can I do to like live so happily and with so much love. That's good. Just like people looked at John the Baptist and were like, What's this guy doing? What's his what's his story? Why is his life different? Similarly, we should be doing the same. Maybe not wearing the weird clothes John the Baptist wore, but or eating bugs and honey. <laughs> yes, probably not. I'm guessing you're not eating bugs and honey for breakfast before school. <laughs> I'm definitely not. But you're right. That's a that's a great uh, point of application for anybody, whether you're a mom or dad or a student. That all of us that applies to all of us, regardless of how old we are. Um, what else did you notice in this chapter? Um, what I thought was cool is later on. It starts at like verse 35. Jesus calls his very first disciples. He calls Simon Peter, who we get to know a lot throughout the Bible, his brother Andrew, Philip, and then Philip goes and gets his friend Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. And at first Nathaniel's like, well, Jesus is from Nazareth, so he has some doubts. But Jesus, but Jesus says when Philip walks up, behold, an Israelite indeed in whom there is no deceit. And Nathaniel says to him, how do you know me? And Jesus, how do you know me? And Jesus answered, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. And this just really amazes Nathaniel that Jesus is um, all knowing and sees him everywhere. And he's just responds with such amazement. But Jesus answers him, because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe you will see much greater things than these? And I think this passage really sets up the rest of the book of John because Jesus performs so many great things and all of the people in his time get to see this. But Jesus says, just because you saw this, this is why you believe. But we don't get to see Jesus in our everyday life, but we do see the great things that he does through us and through those around us. And that's, Mm. and we get to choose to believe him every day. That's awesome. We don't get to see Jesus physically in our everyday life, but we do get to see him at work through us and others in our everyday lives. Hayden, that's an excellent observation. I wish I wish we could keep talking for hours, but I think we've got to end it there. So as we wrap up, I would love for you to just um, pretty quickly share, as high schoolers are gathering tonight and continue to gather in their small groups on Wednesday nights throughout the rest of this school year, what can other Watermark members who are either younger, younger kids and not in high school, or older, already out of school, pray for you guys. Other Watermark members can pray for us that as we go to Shoreline in small group each week, that we will hear what our leaders and the Shoreline pastors are saying to us. And then when we go to school where there's a lot of people living for the world, that we store the truth we've heard in our hearts so that we can use it in tough situations because of the world we live in. Um, 
holding those truths is really important. That's right. I agree. I'll be praying that for you specifically. Hayden, thank you for being here. Yes. And as always, I am so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. The Join the Journey podcast is produced by Watermark Community Church in Dallas, Texas. You can learn more about Watermark by connecting with us on social media. Just search Watermark Church, all one word. And to read along with us, visit jointhejourney.com. And thank you guys for listening.